For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Check out Five Reasons YouTube before floor, an hour before every game. Post up five hours as soon as the game ends. And our other shows, including Six Rings Canes, Extra Yard on the Dolphins, and more. There's plenty of Dolphins content on the channel today. FiveReasonSports.com. Make sure you spell that out for the latest takeaways from Brady Hawk, latest stories from Louis Sung and others. We do not have a paywall. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Speaking of Brady, he's going to be my guest host here today. And his appearances here are brought to you by our friend, Eric Rubenstein. Eric Rubenstein is the person that you want to reach out to if you've got a personal injury situation, as Mr. Crotty might say. Uh, that could be a medical malpractice situation, a slip and fall situation, a car accident situation. Reach out to Eric. You can find him at many of the heat games, but you can also find him working the phones, talking to judges, trying to get you the most possible money when something bad happens to you. 954-829-ERIC. That's 954 954- 829-ERIC-E-R-I-C or on Instagram at askaboutmeigotyou. Askaboutmeigotyou. I guarantee you there is not a personal injury attorney in America who has a more entertaining Instagram handle or Instagram content than Eric does. Okay, so make sure that you check him out. Again, he went to St. Thomas right here in South Florida. Like so many of our sponsors, he's local. Any personal injury situation, it's Mr. Rubenstein. And now... Tonight's episode. Down uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. Night off for Greg and Alex, but they did plenty today. Check out the streams on the YouTube channel. We also put our trade deadline spectacular um, after the trade deadline ended with the Heat not making another move after, of course, they traded Casey Akpala the previous day to OKC for a second round pick and for some flexibility uh, to be able to unlock their first round picks in the future. They didn't actually use them today. So if you want any of that stuff or any of the Nets, Philly stuff, Harden, Simmons, Abaka, Milwaukee, that's all on that episode. So check that out. We're going to do a quick episode here today with Brady just breaking down the Heat's lead latest win as they win their fourth straight on the road. They're now coming home to play the Nets. They've now lost, what, 10 games in a row uh, on Saturday. And they're going to, and they have a lot of home games coming up, a lot of home games. But we're going to, I'm going to, Brady, I'm going to let you go through your takeaways. This is going to be like takeaways on the podcast. Okay. So let's go through them and then I'll comment on them. Number one from tonight's win against New Orleans in New Orleans. Yeah, I think 
I do want to preface this by saying that this is one of these games where their three best players were their three best players. And I feel like in a lot of these podcasts, we don't talk about that because there's a Kayla Martin that emerged or there's a Max Struess that emerged that they actually had a game where these three guys uh, were focal points. So those are all th- three different topics. But I think the first one we have to talk about uh, is Bam's aggressiveness. Like this is now stringing together game over game where we're seeing different things that we've seen aggressiveness against a Charlotte team that there was uh, a lot of switchiness where they can, he could find a mismatch and he was going. Uh, there was a plays during that Washington game where he'd have Ruby on him. He'd drive by. This is a game where you talked about, I know you mentioned on the pregame show that this is a bigger matchup for him. It's a little bit different. How would he approach it from the beginning of this game? He basically detected the area of the floor that was going to be open. He went for it. And I think it was like eight points in the first couple of minutes of the first quarter, just from the front uh, end of the rim. You're just finding right in the middle of the paint, getting the ball. Lowry was finding him. Uh, and that's just the difference maker. When you're talking about finding a slower big that you can not only drive by, but I don't even think there was any of those really plays where he was t- drawing him out and driving by him. He was just taking advantage down low. And he wasn't thinking about making the kick out. He was just going right up. Uh, and I feel like that's the difference maker. There was times on the break that he was kind of just going and playing bully ball, which is, <laughs> that's just a very different version of Bam. So I think just overarching topic with Bam is just the aggressiveness. The thing we always bring up 13 to 21, like we talked about him. Uh, I think this is another game. I think this ties his career high of shot attempts. I know it's tied his shot attempts the other night when he had 21. Yeah, now it's 21, 13 he only of made 21. seven. And, and I and I said, and I think we all said, uh, we'll take the seven of 21 because the next time it might be 13 of 21 or 12 of 21. And this time it was 13 of 21. He's not going to make the shots unless he takes the shots. I, I do think it was interesting tonight that there was a lot more usage of him at the four than we've seen, not just with Yurtsevin, but also with Deadman. And I know people are harping on that, but the one thing I want to make clear here, he was aggressive at both positions tonight. It wasn't just one. Yeah. He was aggressive at both positions. So I don't know if it's always so much about position. It's more about mindset. He got it going early and he continued it. What is number two? Yeah, I think the next one to talk about is Jimmy. uh, Mm -hmm. As we go basically through these top three players. And I think the part here is that we've seen a similar dynamic of their offense over the past few years. It's a a lot of three points shots. It's a, that's kind of the centric area, but the difference with this team compared to past ones is that if they're not shooting the three well in past years, they're going to just continue to shoot it. And if they miss, they miss. That's what they have to live with this year. It's just Jimmy Butler time. Like that's basically what it is. If they're not hitting shots from the outside, they immediately rely on him just finding the mismatch, Kyle screening for him, getting a smaller guy on him, and him getting to the line 11 for 11 from the free throw line tonight. Like it feels like this isn't even the only time I've, we've said that on a podcast because especially over this past like two weeks, He's just been doing that at another level. Like this is kind of like, I think the peak of his season this year, at least of just getting to the line, finding mismatches going. Uh, that's an interesting time of the year. As I know we talked about earlier as well, that you can coast a little bit at this point of the year, you hit past the trade in line, you're coming up an all-star break. Uh, Jimmy Butler was not coasting tonight, nine of 16 and 11 from the line. Like I just said, uh, just that kind of sticks out to me that if we're talking about a team that's contending in the East, that element of kind of just living or dying by the three cannot be the case on that type of team. You have to have an outlet and they found an outlet on this team. Number three, as we go through their top three guys tonight, I have a feeling who you're going to go with next. Um, another triple double for Kyle Lowry tonight and the hit ahead passes. He threw a gorgeous hit ahead pass at the end of the game. I mean, one of those Kevin love touchdown passes uh, right on the money. It feels like, now I felt like with Kyle tonight 
that there is a recognition that it's go time. You know, we, we talked about this on pregame. We talked about it on the trade deadline specials. They were two thirds of the way into the season tonight. It feels like everything that they've built up till now is like, okay, we got to this point somehow with all of our guys being out at one point or another, we're all here and, you know, we're going to start to take control. But again, it starts with Kyle. I, I know we may talk about the other point guard a little bit later, um, who he's so comfortable playing with. And, and we've discussed that during the year, but tonight it, it was really the whole package with his game tonight. Yeah. And I think we could have tied this point into the first takeaway because I'd have to look at it, but 11 assists tonight, it felt like most of those were to bam, just feeling like going in the middle of the floor and finding them. That was all to him. And it's just, it's such a difference that this isn't a coincidence that bam's aggressive aggressiveness and everything's taking off around these past few games. Kyle's back. There's a reason why that is. Uh, and it's just a different comfort. It's just a lot. We were talking about before that the offense was one way without Lowry, and it was a different way when they had no Jimmy, no Bam, and with Lowry. And it was just coming down to when he comes back, they can mix it all together. You're seeing it mix all together because I don't think there was one time where I said they're being repetitive of putting Bam here on the floor because he was just in so many different spots that it just wasn't that case. And I feel like Lowry was just hitting four of seven from three. He only took nine shots. So he took two twos. Uh, the threes that he took were big shots. Those were like pretty big shots that he Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hit, I feel like in this game, even though you're playing in New Orleans, it's one of those games that was they have that young point guard that was just a gritty player that reminds me of one of the guys that Heat would pick up. Uh, but it was a heck of a task to, to there was times where he had to chase him around all over the floor. Then I'm like, how is he putting up a triple double 14, 11, 11, having to chase around this guy who's kind of going off? Uh, this is just one of those games, like I said, this is the version that I expect Kyle Lowry to be in the playoffs. Like there's these games where he defers tonight, he was not deferring. Part of that may be because he was kind of taking up some of the Tyler Hero touches. I feel like that's kind of one way to hit on it. Uh, but you want to see this version with or without time. All right. We'll get to the last two on Brady Hawk's takeaways. You can also read these in print form on the website at five reasons but it's a victory tonight. So we got a victory cigar. You can find your victory cigars over at city cigar lounge in downtown Miami, right down the street from FTX arena. They're having a super bowl party this Sunday also happens to be my birthday at four o'clock Bengals Rams 4 p.m. Go out to City Cigar Lounge. They got more than 50 different types of cigars, 50 different brands of premium cigars, more than 350 different types of liquor. They've also got great, clean, comfortable chairs and they got a great little food menu too. trust me. Uh, you get that Spanish bread. I, when I was in Spain, I got that. They got it right there on the menu at City Cigar Lounge. OK, so check it out. City Cigar Lounge right down the street from FTX Arena. And of course, we do this after every Miami Heat victory. We give them a victory cigar. The Heat are now uh, this is season best games over 500, 16 games over 500. All right, Brady, number four. Yeah, this is also a little bit of BAM, but it's just the big lineups. And I think it's interesting to talk about because uh, there's good and then there's bad with it. And I feel like that's the word I stand on it. Like when we're talking about Omer plugging in, and, you know, there's a lot of people that talk about the starting lineup for things like that. It's just craziness. I'm not, I'm opposed to that completely for obvious reasons, 
But when you're talking about for short stints or short spurts, like we are seeing when you're down Caleb and you're down Tyler, it makes total sense. Like, especially against this Pelicans team, because they go, they can go big. And as you saw, when they went to the Omer, bam combo, they immediately subbed in their big. Uh, that's just the way they're going to go. The, the difference is when we saw bam and Deadman, there was a possession where running a post split on the strong side and Deadman was kind of setting an off ball screen at the top of the key. The, I think it was Gabe came off that and came down. The difference was Valanchunas was nowhere near Deadman, who was, he was supposed to be guarding. He was all the way below the rim, kind of blocking off the inside for cuts and kind of just messing things up for Bam. It ended up leading into a handoff and Gabe forced a fade corner three and a brick. Like that's the stuff. That's the bad part. Like that's the issue that you cannot have Deadman in that type of position and kind of putting Bam in there, uh, sending doubles at him and he can't even make a kick out because there's no other option. That's the stuff that you kind of see. But you also saw the good where they would put Deadman in the dunker spot. He'd feed it inside. Uh, and more importantly, the Omer thing, because immediately when he came in, it was like a bunch of the high-low stuff. It was actually a lot of stuff they run with Bam and PJ, except they don't work it into PJ for a post-up post because that's not PJ's game. This time they were working into Omer. He was getting inside the Bam. And there was no help coming because they were already at the top of the key. It was just one-on-one, -on -one, go in the post. And I think that's probably the most important thing there is get Bam those reps. Like, allow him to go with another four who's smaller than him and tell him just to put your back to the basket and go up. He had another shot late. I think it was late in the fourth where he went up with that left post hook. Like, that's the stuff that's intriguing here. Uh, but I'm not – I'm still for these smaller lineups because I think this team is more suited for it, better suited for it but I'm not opposed to it on nights like this because I think it can work against certain teams. But here's the other part of it. It also takes PJ off the floor. And we saw tonight that you kind of want to do that sometimes. I mean, that was scary tonight. PJ Tucker bang knees. I thought I didn't see the bang knee at first. I thought he actually popped his Achilles the way that he kind of hobbled off. He ends up coming back for the second half. I know you said if it was you, you wouldn't have brought him back. I think he would have fought you if, if, you, uh, if you actually said that to him. But legitimately, they have to cut his minutes, and they didn't get anybody at the deadline to do it. And, in fact, they traded Akpala, who had taken some minutes earlier in the season. And we don't know when Morris is coming back, if at all. Spolster was kind of cryptic about how a couple guys may come back into the rotation. I know uh, you heard that before the game. So it's possible we may see Markeith. But until then you know, having somebody else to eat up some of those minutes at the four and the five. And there was no Caleb tonight too, which is the other thing. So he has been uh, taking some of those minutes. So I'm okay with it in short spurts. I want to see it. I, I think the heat fans who just jumped to this conclusion that, okay, this is the way that you've got to go now because Yurt puts up big rebound numbers. Again, I, what you're talking about, it, it allows the bigs on the other side to play differently. And I don't necessarily think that's to the heat's advantage. But I think in short spurts, and I think Greg tweeted this out tonight too, it's okay. All right, before we get to the close, we want to mention we've been doing this on all the shows now, prizepicks.com. If you use the code five, they will match your initial deposit. And remember, they got the Super Bowl props up there all week. They've been there. You can play the heat props too. You can play them against the Saturday game as well. NHL coming back next week as well. You can play, of course, you can play two, three, four, five players and play players from different teams. And even if you deposit a hundred bucks and they match it, you don't have to play it all at once. You can play it as you go. Okay. So put down some money and then start to play around with it. It is legal in the state of Florida. Yes, it is legal. We wouldn't be promoting it otherwise. So go to prizepicks.com, use the code FIVE. That's the important part. All right, take us home, Brady. What's number five? Yeah, you kind of segued into it. It was just that the Heat dodged a bullet with the PJ injury. Like, that's kind of what stood out to me. And the part that stood out to me even more is if you clicked on social media, and I know you were on Twitter right there, you would have thought the team is 
best player went down in that moment. And I think that's what stands out to me is that the importance of PJ Tucker is just unreal. Like if we look back to what happened when they first got him and we look forward to what this night would be that you have Kyle, you have Bam, you have Jimmy and your fourth, fifth best player goes down. And that's the reaction. Like that's when, you know, a team has a very good player and also has a very good chance in, in a certain conference. That's kind of what stuck out to me that I just feel like, and for one, I said this time and time again, he hits the same shot every game. That 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 corner three, I know people talk about when he hits it in the postseason, it's going to be insane because of that that type of crowd in the the corner three. It's just it's going to happen. Like that's one hundred percent going to happen because he does it every night, uh, and he's just kind of like the perfect segue in their offense. Because I want to bring it back to there was a play even late in the game where uh, I've said in the past that Jimmy driving kicks is kind of when they're at their best when they're not ice suing. Late in the game, he drove, he draw, he drew an extra defender. There was Gabe and PJ. It was on the wing in the corner. If he kicked it to that corner, they could have rotated easy. He made a smart decision, kicked it to Gabe, and he swung it one more for an easy PJ three. And that was actually the shot that he made that I'm referring to. So it just feels like one thing is talking about him on the court tonight because it was not a big PJ game. Like, we're not sitting here discussing. Uh, it was like late in the third, I think, when he had like his first shot when Eric Reed said it's his first shot. That's just PJ Tucker. You can go and look on Twitter when he goes down and it feels like your best player goes down. Uh, and then you look at the stat sheet tonight and he was one of five. That's just kind of sums it all up. I got PTSD there because the Heat have had some really bad luck with some of these situations. You go way back to uh, the acquisition of, of Brian Grant and Eddie Jones and Anthony Mason and right at that training camp, Alonzo Morning fails a physical. You go back a few years. Uh, this is a little more recent, but Goran Dragic is acquired, and literally that day, Chris Bosch discovers that he's got blood clots. This felt like that when PJ went down. It felt like, wait, the deadline was a few hours ago. Like there wasn't, there wouldn't be anything they could do to remedy it now. Like a, a buyout guy is not going to do that. There would have been a lot of really upset people on Heat Twitter and elsewhere if that injury was serious, but it does speak to it. There's a very thin line between contending and not contending in the East this year, and PJ Tucker for the Miami Heat. Maybe it. Thanks to our sponsors, Eric Rubenstein. Reach out to him at 954-829-ERIC. City Cigar Lounge, big Super Bowl party coming up this Sunday at 4 o'clock. And, of course, prizepicks.com. Use the code 5. Thanks to Brady. Check out all our programming on 5 Reasons YouTube. And finally, at last, I feel like this is my sex, 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 see what I just said, seventh piece of content today. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.